Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Hello and welcome everybody to 10 Minutes of Infinite Wisdom. This is Pam Dunn. And today I have a very special guest. She happens to be my best friend. <laughs> she paid me to say that. Not really. But thrown <laughs> in. Exactly. But we are very, very good friends. Susie Walton. I didn't even say her name. It's Susie Walton. Susie is a course leader and certified coach for Your Infinite Life. And she's also the founder of Indigo Village. And I'll give her a minute or so later on to talk about that because it's an online community that all of you are going to want to be a part of. So let's talk a little bit. What we're going to talk about today is the wisdom of being stubborn. So amazing. <laughs> Our mothers are probably like, what? Our mothers, I was just going to say, oh my God, my mom is smiling down on me right now. It's like, <laughs> it's about time you acknowledge that role, Susie Walton. <laughs> That's right. So, so will you start us off by talking a little bit about where you've gained wisdom from being stubborn? Yes. Well, first of all, I didn't even know how, well, my mom used to always say I was so stubborn and I never really knew what that meant. And then until last summer when I had this um, back injury that kept me laying flat in bed for a few months. And, and it was in those moments that it was brought to my, to the surface, so to speak, that part of the reason my, I had that back injury was due to being stubborn. And in, in, in the realm of the stubborn part of not listening to my body, not listening to, uh, yeah, to, to my inner self is to, Am I doing too much versus more of a balanced life? And the thing is, is that okay? We're talking about this part first. <laughs> I think, did you ask the other for the other part first? <laughs> no, no, this is great. <laughs> okay, okay, good. All right. So it does roll into one. And so the thing is, what I noticed with my, the back injury business was that I thought I was living my life. Like I was, everything I was doing, I loved doing, but what I didn't see is I was doing too much of everything, so to speak and not using discernment to, to kind of manage that a little bit. And so as a result, like as much as I didn't like this whole business with my back injury, it did make me stop. It did allow me to reassess, you know, how to self-manage my life more where I'm in more imbalanced. It helped me to see that even though like, part of that whole thing, you know, my stubbornness is that I can always do everything myself, right? And once mm -hmm. I got hurt my back, I had to let everybody do things for me. And that was a big one for me to realize I just had to let people do things for me and I, I couldn't even do anything in return. And so that just went against every part of my knowingness that up until that moment, because I always felt like, I, you know, I'm such a giver, but I just, you know, I always want, I felt like it's almost like that control, that stubbornness, like it has to be this way and I'm this needed and all of a sudden I wasn't needed and people were, I was needing people. And so um, that was a beautiful lesson in this. And, you know, I, and I realized that 
my back was just going to keep hurting until I quit being so stubborn. And I didn't even know I was stubborn in areas I was stubborn in. So I started asking people close to me to point out my stubbornness. And I remember one time I called my sister Penny and I go, how many more days do you think I'm in, my back's going to be hurt? And I just told her about the stubbornness part. And she goes, I don't know. It's not, it feels like maybe 30 more days. And I'm like, 30 more days? Are you kidding me right now? She goes, there's your stubbornness. And I went, oh, wow. Like, you know, I'm not stubborn when, I, when things go my way. <laughs> that is such a great way of describing it. Because I think that all of us are stubborn in different ways. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and how courageous of you to ask people, you know, to point out your stubbornness. And then fight with them. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, but, but the thing that I can see that you're saying about this is that, you know, being stubborn is what cost you your back injury or your, well, you know, your back hurting. Mm-hmm. But you had to move through that stubbornness and not only move through it, but also recognize places where you hadn't recognized it before. So I, you know, I think for listeners, one of those places was not listening to your body, not listening to your inner self. And the other thing that you said was you were in the habit of doing everything for yourself. So not letting a lot of people assist you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. So have you ever noticed, though, that your stubbornness did serve you? Oh, 100%. I mean, just like I, I was kind of joking in the beginning, like, really, my mom always said, you're so stubborn. You're so, you're such a stubborn brat, right, or whatever. But I feel like, you know, for you that don't know me, I'm number five out of 10 kids, and I, and I, am, I guarantee you, my stubbornness got me what I needed in my life, being number five out of 10. When I wanted something, I went for it. And that, I think my, that served me, that part of me. You know, when I um, opened Indigo Village and I was, you know, putting parenting courses together, my, it was my stubbornness that kept me alive and well and plugging through and putting flyers in kids' homework tablets, <laughs> packages at school because I wanted to advertise me in my classes. Like that stubbornness was definitely a, a propeller for me too. It's, it's been a beautiful gift. So it's really like, um, you know, it's just, again, that discernment is when is my, is my stubbornness getting in my way or is it propelling me further to what I feel is my a goal of mine or a passion of mine in a healthy way, not like a crazy way, but a healthy way. And then yeah. also, you know, even to this day, when I get stuck on things like, you know, like that, when I was in the ocean the other day, body surfing, and my back started hurting, and I wasn't sure if I should get out, but I was with a good friend of mine, Kim, who is well-versed. She's an expert in the body. And I said to her, this is what's going on. Do you think I should stop body surfing? And she looked at me, she goes, no, you'll be fine. Just keep, you know, you're fine. Just keep riding those waves. I'm like, okay. And I was fine. But that took a little, that took some, that took me not being stubborn. You just think I'm just going to push through these waves. It doesn't really matter. Or, oh my God, out of fear, I better get out because I don't want to hurt myself. And so knowing I had an expert right next to me, it's like, it's okay to reach out and ask, what do you think? How does this look from an outside point of view versus you deciding in that moment when you're in that situation? You know, it's interesting what you were saying because you, you said like, do I either just push through, you know, with my stubbornness or get out because, oh, I don't want to, 
I don't want to not be stubborn. <laughs> and, and yet both of them feel like a, a stubborn, you know, a stubbornness in their own way. So when you spoke to your friend, to Kim, did you find yourself like relax or feel differently? Yes, I relax into it. And I told myself the pain's okay. It's just a tightness. You know, I'm, I'm not doing anything horrible besides riding some waves that are, but you know, it was, it was okay. And so, but once I heard that you're okay, that yes, that relaxing allowed me to, you know, to continue on. And if she had said, Hey, you should probably get out and maybe stretch. I would have done that. Cause in that moment, right. I, you know, I saw her as an expert to what was going on with my, my, you know, my the physical body mind. So. You know, I, I think that we're talking about something that not a lot of people are familiar with doing. You know, first off, I think a lot, there's a lot around stubbornness that people don't see it ever as a good thing. So you just try to eliminate it. You know, like we tell kids, don't be so stubborn. You know, but I, I think that there's, as you said, a discernment between how stubborn can be useful and how it can not serve us. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm wondering if you could tell our listeners, what could they sort of use as a means to ask themselves? Um, I feel like, yeah, because this is something I just learned last year. Mm -hmm. I fought being stubborn. When people would say I was stubborn in the past, I'm like, no, I'm not. You know, I, I fought it because it was such a heavy belief that I had been told when I was a little kid, right? But it took last year's injury to figure out, oh, yeah, look at all these places I am. And so for me to start being more discerning on whether am I being stubborn or not is like going internally and asking myself that question, what would be in my best interest right now? Of course, I want to do A, B, and C, but is that in my best interest? You know, like even doing mm. my physical therapy exercises, you know, sometimes I, when I feel great, I kind of lax off the, on my, my PT exercises. Is that in my best interest? No. And I know that, and it takes a lot of discipline to listen, you know, and not let that stubbornness get in the way and say, okay, I feel great. But, and I also know this is my, be me being proactive to keep my body healthy. That's amazing. That's amazing. What I noticed, and I, I think I can say this to everybody, is really the question or, or the statement you want to know is that you can be stubborn about what's in your best interest. Yes. And that's really what I, I heard you saying is that stubborn is, it, as long as it's in your best interest, it will not only serve you, but probably like Indigo Village does many, many, you know, people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then that was a limiting belief, but for whatever reason, I, I perceived it as being, a, you know, being something bad. And I don't know, maybe my mom was saying you're so stubborn because of the fact she could see that I go for what I want mm -hmm. and I get very focused and I get locked in on something. So, you know, locking in isn't a bad thing, but it, when it's labeled stubbornness, that's when we like, oh, is that, I shouldn't be doing that. Right. Yes. So everybody, the wisdom here is that there is a lot of wisdom in being stubborn. So don't automatically write it off as something negative. Really help yourself and others see, are people being stubborn for what's in their best interest or stubborn and it's not in their best interest? 
So thank you so much, Susie. Would you let everybody know where they can find you? Yes, uh, you can find me at Indigo Village. It's indigovillage.com. I, was, I could give you my cell phone like Joe Biden does for a lot of people, but I'm not. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. I, I love him, but I'm not going to give you my cell phone. I'm actually, it's actually on my website. So if you want to call me or text me, it's on my website, by the way. So go to indigovillage.com. I have a whole bunch of resources on parenting and, you know, just to support you in raising your kids, whether they're adult kids or youngins. Like, you know, it takes a village to raise a child and... And that's one of my main goals in this lifetime is to be able to support the village of the world and all you parents out there. So thank you, Pam. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Susie. As you can tell from our recordings, accessing your inner wisdom is ongoing and ever-changing. And sometimes you may be even asking yourself, well, how do I even further become the change that I want to be in the world? You may want to consider taking two hours and attending our Communication Mastery online class. Each class is only $79, and it's limited to five participants, so that each of you can get individual attention in order to become a better and wiser communicator. So go to www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com to learn more or to sign up. Thanks for joining us. And if you benefited from this podcast, please subscribe, like, and or comment. And find out more about our coaching and other offerings at our website, yourinfinitelifeonline.com. Have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.